You know, we have this calling in our lives. Each and every one of us does. It's a similar calling to what Samuel received. And it's interesting, I always love reading that, that passage from Samuel, the prophet Samuel. Because you can imagine he's, he's hearing this call. And he thinks it's his master, his teacher, who's just down the hall in his room trying to sleep. And I love you know, Eli's reaction. This is one of these things where I think this, the, the scriptures don't quite show the emotion. Because imagine, you know, you're, one of your kids keeps saying, I heard you calling me. No, I'm not calling you. I'm trying to sleep and you need to be asleep too. You know, you're not just going to say, no, my child, I'm not calling you. I am not calling you. You say, go to bed. Go back to bed. I'm not calling you. We miss that emotion. But Samuel knew that he was being called. And he, through the wisdom of Eli, learned that it was God himself calling him. Now, most of us, we won't hear a calling in such explicit way. We won't hear the voice of God calling us as we hear others. But that call is there. That call is real. We are called to follow God. And we are called to do His will. And the question we might not ask ourselves, first of all, is what is that calling? But secondly, the question that our Lord asks the two disciples of John the Baptist, who, by the way, were Andrew, the brother of Peter, and John, the writer of the gospel, which, by the way, John never says his name. The John, the evangelist, never says his name. But whenever you see the beloved disciple or another disciple, that's him. He's, he's humble enough that he doesn't put, and I was there too in the gospel. But, their point, but John the Baptist points to our Lord and says, there's the Lamb of God. There's the one you are to follow. And they go. They go to follow our Lord. And our Lord asks them that question, what are you looking for? And if we ask that question to ourselves, what am I looking for? That is how we hear the call of God in our lives. What are we looking for? Now, the disciples found the answer, whether or not they understood. And disciples, you know, the disciples throughout the scriptures don't always understand what they are looking for. But they have definitely found who they are looking for. And what they are looking for is to be with the Lord, to be with our Lord, to stay with him. You'll notice it says it was four in the afternoon. It was kind of getting late in the afternoon. And those two disciples went and they stayed with our Lord. They didn't go see where his house was. They'll say, oh, cool, we'll be back tomorrow. They went and stayed with him. They wanted to reside with him. They wanted to be his disciples because they found the teacher. They found the Savior, the Messiah. We have found the Messiah, but the question for us is, what are we looking for? Well, we find our answer by listening, by being like 
Samuel, like being like those two disciples of John the Baptist. We listen. We open our ears. We open our heart to God to hear his voice. The problem is in our lives, we fill it with noise. We fill it with busyness. We fill it with the things of the world. We fill it with everything, with sin. We fill it with everything but seeking his voice. And seeking his voice is not easy. It's very hard to hear God calling us because of the busyness and the things that we have in our lives and everything we have going on. We need to learn how to settle ourselves, to look for him, to become familiar with the voice of God in our lives. And it's easy to distract ourselves. Now, we can make mistakes when we're trying to hear God's voice. You know, we can, we can spend time in prayer and we can try to quiet ourselves, but all we hear is what we want. And that's very easy to do. That's easy to, to justify our position, to justify what we want. And say, oh yeah, this, I'm in prayer and all I can hear is what, you know, how I want to live my life or what I want to do. And that's generally a sign that you're not hearing God's voice. Is if, it, it, if all it ever does is agrees with you. If all you ever hear is what agrees with you. You're not hearing God's voice. We can, or we can hear his voice. And we can decide not to follow it because it's too difficult. It's too challenging. It means we have to change. It means we have to do something different with our lives. It means we have to live differently. It means we have to challenge our beliefs. And that can be a very painful situation. Because there will be times in our lives where we will be set on a course. We will be set on a belief. We will be set on where we want to go with our lives. And we hear our Lord saying, no, follow me. Every vocation story I've ever heard, priestly vocation story, religious vocation story, at some point we had to come to a, to a decision. Do we follow what I want or do we follow his call? And I've known people, I've known priests who they were planning their wedding day. They were engaged to be married. A pastor of mine, when I started my discernment, he was actually engaged to be married. They were planning out their wedding. And he had to go to his fiancée and say, um, change of plans. Probably not a comfortable conversation. But he knew that he was being called to be a priest. Religious, you know, you hear stories of the saints where you'd have a couple who was married. And they discerned religious life. And so they separated and entered religious convents. You don't see that too much today. That's extremely rare today. It was more common many decades and many centuries ago. But they heard the voice of God calling them to religious life. And so they went and entered. We need to have that conversion of heart that makes us open to hearing God's voice. And that willingness to struggle with it 
Yes, even argue with it. But ultimately to submit to it. So how do we hear that voice? How do we hear that call of God in our lives? It is through prayer. It is through daily taking time for silence in prayer. And I know how difficult that is. It is so difficult sometimes, whether just because we don't want the silence or because we live in a life where we don't have silence, such as like right there. It's hard to find sometimes that silence, and it's hard sometimes to want that silence. You know, I think of people, and some of you might be like this, as soon as you wake up in the morning, the radio or TV goes on, and it doesn't shut off until bed. And some, you know, and some people, where they've got a TV in the bedroom, and it doesn't even shut off then. I know people that they can't sleep if the TV's not on. That's not a life of silence. That's hard to find silence when there's constantly other noise, other external things coming in. But again, it's also having the discipline to seek out that silence, even just a couple of minutes a day, so that we can hear, hear his voice and become familiar with the call of God in our lives. And it's also being open to others. I think of my own vocational discernment when I was really starting to think about the priesthood. I actually had, in one week, a couple of parishioners that, as far as I know, they didn't know each other. This was a fairly large parish, several hundred families. And in one week, I had two separate parishioners say, have you ever thought about being a priest? That's a pretty good sign that God was calling me to something. It's still, I was still hard-headed. It still took a couple of years after that, but it was kind of when I was starting that discernment. It was an affirmation. And God will call us through each other as well. And it might be something you will say, it's just an offhand comment, nothing really serious, and it will be an affirmation for that person you're speaking to, and vice versa. We need, ultimately, to discern, to question, to figure out how God is calling us and how his voice is speaking in our lives. Ultimately, it comes down to a simple statement from Samuel. Speak, for your servant is listening. It's coming before our Lord and saying to him, Speak, for your servant is listening. May we truly find the, the answer to the question, what are you looking for? May we be able to answer in that way. Speak, your servant is listening.